0: Disclaimer, Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you're joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making this show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Kiss confusion. (laughs) Oh, we don't know that (laughs) yet. Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain Explain it me. Explain it me. (laughs) My mom was like, Nice microphones and I'm like, what do you know about microphones? It looks nice. (laughs) If it looks expensive, that's good enough. Well yeah, back when we had just the regular like stand up comedian microphones in our hands. Those were the We're just trying to fuck around and find out. Those were like the garage karaoke mics i'm gonna start this episode by saying that uh we both took an edible and so you are so low you're just like oh my voice yeah oh well i mean i'm not into it yet you know i just started drinking this shit wine and there's a plane crashing in my backyard (laughs) i'm itchy (laughs) me too but i never know why oh no well i have mosquito bites (laughs) those fuckers try to get me while i was covering my back We're drinking some, I don't know, cheap shit. Um, Every bottle I bought was $5. It's wine, but it's also... Juice. A spritzer. Yeah. Because it's bubbly. Mm -hmm. Bubbly, It's a mango, coconut, Trader Joe's wine. And it has a lot of sugar. I know. So it's going to be extra fucked up. Well, I'm sorry. tonight. (laughs) We're going to need ice pack on ice pack. So there's this store in my neighborhood... Oh, well, in my parents' neighborhood, they used to be called something else. It's like a CVS, but they literally have a little bit of everything. It's like CVS and Home Depot and because <laughs> they want have, they have gum a, and tools to kill your wife. <laughs> listen, they they got their own pharmacy, but you can also buy blank T-shirts. So you know, if you want to do your high side hustle of printing T-shirts in your garage, you can do that. You don't have enough money for Crocs? They got them box box yeah what is that bitch ass crocs the cheap one <laughs> i always feel like i'll fucking fall and break my face in crocs you gotta put them in that fucking doesn't... sports mode what if i don't want to okay then trip <laughs> the faster we get through these episodes the more bad girls club we can watch i'm down All mm-hmm. all right all right so let's get into let's it let's fucking do it welcome to give me the vape what? it's charging <laughs> let's do it one word at a time Welcome to explain it. Me uh, podcast where two women drink. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say schwimmen. Oh, schwimmen. <laughs> yeah, I talk about a movie that's confusing in plot. But the caveat is one person has two be drunker to explain. Tell <laughs> it. God damn it. <laughs> That's not what I was welcome, expecting. Welcome years. to our show that we've been doing for over two years now, and Stephanie doesn't know the well, intro I mean, by listen, heart. <laughs> it's only been out and serious for the last almost eight months. That's true. A baby is eight months old. Is almost the size of a baby. <laughs> How are you doing today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've had that, a mixed that, emotional y- yeah. day. You know what I want to say? I want to say that on this show, if if people listen to this more and they get to know us because they like us, we'll always be keeping it real. Sadness will never not be a part of our lives. True. So there's always, you know what, like you have, I, I can't remember the last time I had a good day. Like nothing bad was said that day where I'm not thinking about some depressed shit that's happening in my life. I can't say that, but recently i've had better days well i'm not saying perfect day well i'm i'm talking about a perfect day all right there yeah i haven't had that in a long time shout out to lexapro (laughs) it always gets fucked up by something um i was like what do we do on this show (laughs) whatever we want stephanie already knows what movie we're doing today as i mentioned in my last episode I went crazy with Lindsay Lohan movies. Donna's trying to fund this her week. <laughs> career again. Yeah. I'm like, y'all, she just had a baby. Did she really? Yeah. With who?
1: Her husband.
0: She's married? To some rich dude from Dubai. <laughs> She's had a crazy life, okay? So. What's, uh, what the fuck is her name? The other chick that came up at the same time with her. Amanda Bynes. Is she doing all right? Or Hilary Duff. I have no idea. <laughs> is she still alive? Why does Hilary Duff have the biggest ghetto booty I've ever seen on a white girl in ages? (laughs) Ages. She got the fattest ass. Uh, Do I need to Google this Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Stephanie's got to Google Hilary Duff fat ass. She better pull up the photo I'm thinking of. I have it burned in my memory now. All right, girl. Where'd that ass come from? All right. Look look at this one. Well, there you go. She's at the gym. Mm -hmm. That's what I got to do? She ain't fucking skipping them squat days <laughs> is that what i gotta do oh she has a nice body fuck yeah she had like three kids how did we start talking about hillary Duff's ass uh talking about amanda Lizzie Bynes. Whitehead right right right, and, yeah. right. yeah okay well anyway back to it so today we are doing cult classic apparently 2007's i know who killed me do you <laughs> i wish <laughs> i went to go see this in theaters uh Mine. i was not of it because i love trash and okay. i was raised watching trash and my sister took me to see said trash um do you know Be- this movie have you ever Be- seen this movie no i haven't heard of it until you asked me if i've seen it <laughs> all right this movie's directed by chris siverson he's known for nothing <laughs> he did this movie okay. and a bunch of other shit and then the writer is jeff hammond he wrote this and that's it so we're on a, a great good start, start. Yeah. yeah. We're up to a good start, looking good. This movie is starring Lindsay Lohan, Neil McDonough, and Julia Ormond. Do, do, they play her parents. Everybody else in this movie is not known. This I don't know what the fuck this movie was. It's funny because I did the canyons and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like this is a piece of shit. I watched this and I'm like, this is also a piece of shit. But they're made like six years apart from each other. It almost seems like it could have been one after the other, honestly. This was the movie that Lindsay Lohan wanted to do to break away from her Disney stardom. Well, how did that go? She wants to pretend like this movie didn't happen. (laughs) It's the same as What's Her Face from, uh... Showgirls? Yeah. Well, that's what happens. I was gonna say ring that bell. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? The show she was on. The fuck was it called? Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God, Stephanie. (laughs) Ring that bell. (laughs) It's all right, because I'm ringing that bell. (laughs) That snorted fuck. Why is it already hot in here? What the fuck? I know. No, it's because we ate an edible. Oh, God. Great. I have a question for you. Are you ready for a question? Hit me. My question is, do you think I'm pretty? No, (laughs) kidding. Yes. My question is, if you were a stripper and you lost your leg... Would you continue to strip with a prosthetic, or just give up? Give it up, not like kill yourself. <laughs> like, would you be like new career choice? Yo, or? dude, no. Well, I would get so much more money. Pity cash. <laughs> you gotta do both though. You can't be ugly and have. How are you gonna be ugly and have no leg? Pick a struggle. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta have. You know. You gotta have that that hotness, and then also you gotta have that missing leg. Yeah, and then I'll get extra money because people will be like, yo, take your leg off. I'm like, you want me to rub you down with my stump? Hell yeah. it's horrible. Imagine you, like. Why do you think? It's a fetish. <laughs> oh Imagine you put, like, just a wooden stump there, but you have, like, a real prosthetic. You mean, but you like come a out and peg strip leg with a and, and I pretend to be a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yo, Halloween is easy as fuck for me. <laughs> You always strip to the same song. They're like, I'm now coming out. We got the one legged <laughs> fine lady Stephanie. And it's like, so treat me like a pirate and give me yeah, that, that booty. booty. And you strip. Stretch- <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So much more income. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a leg. So take advantage. Except. The fact I don't know that if I will never grow back a leg. I don't know. If I I'll... know it's hard, yeah, obviously, <laughs> but if it's already your career, I mean, think of all the tricks you can come up with without a leg. I don't think you can really swing on the pole with one leg. Yeah, you can. No, because you got to be cross-legged. If anything, you're putting more strength into your one leg to hold onto the pole. Yeah, so you got to hit the gym too. With w- no leg? Well, you have to have a prosthetic to work out. But okay, movie opens. To a neon sign sign reflected in a puddle. Deep. (laughs) We see a strip club. And Lindsay Lohan is coming out behind some curtains to get on stage. She's moving in slow-mo. And she's in this weird, like, long, like, ball gown, thin dress. Does she also look like a Muppet in this? No. The Canyons was off the rails. (laughs) Okay. She looks still youthful, even though she had a drinking problem. Got it. Uh, And she has long red gloves (laughs) to match. Okay. (laughs) So she's flinging herself on this stripper pole, and it's not good stripping. And then we see blood dripping down the pole that she's sliding down. Is this sexy Carrie? No. (laughs) Cut to a high school student presenting her creative writing story to her class, and it's Lindsay Lohan. She is... Spewing, she's speaking in front of the class about. I thought she was like saying the story that we're seeing of Lindsey Lohan like going down in the dress. I don't remember, maybe I don't know. <laughs> okay, so then we cut to her at home and she's playing piano while there's a man outside cutting hedges in front of her house and he's like staring at dun, her. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, she's dun, just doing chopsticks dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and he's just like, Fuck, that's hot fire. <laughs> So the gardener's like staring at her creepily through the window. She's playing piano and she has her instructor in the room with her. And he's like, Aubrey, you're distracted. What's going on? You're not going to be ready for the competition coming up. Someone is watching. (laughs) Aubrey tells her instructor that she doesn't think she's good enough to play piano anymore and that she wants to quit. And he tells her that she shouldn't do that. She needs to just put her... Whole heart into it because she won a competition last year, so she has the ability to win another one this year. Okay. But Aubrey tells him, I really need to put my intention into writing so I can get into Yale. Her instructor's name is Mr. Norquist. I that's not a name. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Northquest? Norquist. It, no, I know, but I'm just thinking, is it like symbolic? No, it's not that deep of a movie. <laughs> Cut to nighttime and She's writing on her laptop in a room, and she's writing out, like, her- another story, and it says, she always felt like half a person, half a person with half a soul. Next day, she's working on... <laughs> Next day, she has no leg. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, she's working on something at school, like, she's sitting outside in front of the building, and some guy walks up to her and hands her a blue rose. It's her boyfriend. Her boyfriend is named Jared, but I, wanna know- I want everyone to know that it's spelled J-E-R-R-O-D, no hate to all the Jareds Gerard. out there, but all the hate. <laughs> Your name is already not good. Why do you have to spell it like that? Okay, so she asked him, like, "Oh, where'd you get a blue rose from?" And he's like, "I picked it, whatever." And they're <clears throat> sitting next to <laughs> they're sitting next to a board with all these flyers and there's missing posters for girls in their town in the school. No, on the poster board outside the school. Okay. Then we cut to a new scene it goes black we hear a woman screaming and then we see a storm of reporters running and chasing the sheriff and asking him questions and they're like do you have an update on the serial killer in this town that they live in and the sheriff's like we only have one dead girl calm your tits like this isn't a serial killer yet he didn't (laughs) say that but whatever he says calm your tits no i'm kidding (laughs) imagine Cut to her science class. She is sitting with her lab partner, who is also her boyfriend. That's totally not cool. He puts his hand on her lap, and she's, like, pushing it away. And then she snaps, and she's like, is that all I am to you? That is not a name you yell in bed. Gerard! (laughs) Gerard! (laughs) She says, is that all I am to you? Something to relieve stress before the game. And he's like, we haven't even had sex yet. And he's telling her he thinks he's in love with her, but she's like, we barely know each other. Then their teacher interrupts them, and she basically makes an asshole out of him, because she's like, can you tell me where this thing is in the female? I don't know. Like, I just don't, I know female anatomy, but I can't tell you what part. And he's like, yeah, it's right here. And she's like, yep, that would be the male testicle, or something like that. (laughs) As soon as she's done making him feel like shit and basically telling him, like, you're not going to be anything except a cop, maybe, because you have all season class. The principal walks in and he whispers something to the teacher and she visibly gets upset and, like, gasps. And then she makes an announcement and says, I just want everybody in the class to know Jennifer Tolan's body has been found today. I cannot answer any questions about it right now. So is that a student? Yes, she was a student at their school, and she's the dead body they found—the one the press was like pressuring the sheriff over. Gotcha. We then see the sheriff bringing the parents of the dead girl into a room where they can ID her body. Okay, I was like, do we see the body?" I was like, "I don't remember," but we do because they see that parts of her fucking whole body have been amputated. She's missing a leg and and her hand or whatever. Aubrey goes home. (laughs) I don't need a prosthetic. I'll just take yours. (laughs) Aubrey goes home and the creepy gardener from before is like taking his shirt off in her front yard and she's like looking in the mirror of her car and watching him. And then he's like spraying himself with a, I don't know if he's spraying himself with a hose, but he's just it like, as well he's like cutting the hedges seductively <laughs> and, oh, you like that? <laughs> Snap. <laughs> he accidentally sniffs his own dick <laughs> off. <laughs> this turns into dark comedy she gets out of the car and is watching him and like seductively moving her hips and he's like watching her and then she turns around and she gives him the finger and he just laughs cool next scene there's a big game at the school and she's sitting in the bleachers her boyfriend's playing in the game it's football i don't know if you knew that why would you know that Uh, okay (laughs) i mean what else would it be baseball it's possible stupid it's not basketball well not in a field (laughs) yeah Somebody at the game makes an announcement and they're like, please, everyone join us to take a moment of silence for Jennifer Tolan's death, a student at the school. And it's a two second thing. And then the announcer yells, now let's get out there and win this for Jennifer. Because <laughs> that's what she would want. Oh. She would want us to win. Not her life. <laughs> What kind of kick was that? The dead girl could have done better than that. <laughs> with no feet. <laughs> no feet. No feet. So there's there's a lot of weird usage of red and blue in this movie. We saw it with the blue rose, and there's always like weird filters of either red or blue when the scene cuts. Not every time, but a lot of times. Is it red, white, and blue? No, nope, just red and blue. America. Nope, it's not fuck, that. Yeah, we got the most serial killers. <laughs> so things will be even black and white and the only thing we see is something illuminated blue or red sometimes aubrey is always wearing the color blue she blows her boyfriend a kiss on the field while he's running out she, she blows him snot <laughs> then we cut to everyone is in town because the game ended and her and her two friends are walking around and like everyone's fucking going crazy as if they're in philly and uh, and, and they just i couldn't name you a philly football team stephanie Are the Raiders from Philadelphia? All right. The Eagles are Philadelphia. Pittsburgh Steelers. No, I was wrong. All right, whatever. There you go. For whoever is yelling because they're big on football. All right, well, town's crazy, whatever. They're walking through town, her and her two friends. And you hear a cop driving by saying, like, curfew starts in one hour for everyone under the age of 21. Aubrey says that she's going to go find (laughs) If you can drink, you can die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> jesus Aubrey's like i'm gonna split up with you guys so i can go find jared and they're like okay meet us back at the movie theater at whatever time because they came with her and she was driving so while she's walking down the street she sees jared but then in an instance he's like gone so she keeps going through the crowd she sees that her fucking creepy gardener is driving his pickup truck through the town. He's drinking driving on the a lawn. lawn. No. <laughs> <laughs> drinking a beer, but the cops are around. So I'm glad he's just so nonchalantly doing a drink listen, and drive. I mean, listen, I think that's part of the job requirement. It needs to be on your resume to become a cop, DUI. <laughs> he's not a cop, he's a gardener. Well, oh, right. Yeah. Who? Who? Oh, no, she was talking to her boyfriend yeah. that he could be a cop. I made a joke. That didn't really happen. <laughs> so might as well she ducks behind a tree so he doesn't see her because she's creeped out by him and then we cut to aubrey's two friends outside the movie theater it's fucking dark out no one's out now so like everybody's gone home and well are we to assume that it's past curfew at this point or it's curfew just started and everyone went home to make sure they don't fucking die you got it they're calling out her name they're in front of the movie theater and they're just like ah oh, like what do what do you think happened to her that she like lost her eyes like yeah. what, what the fuck
1: yeah. Audrey,
0: <laughs> come here girl <laughs> if someone doesn't call her she doesn't know where to go let's She's still c- hiding behind the tree <laughs> they're like let's call jared so they pull out their phones and they start to walk around the corner and they want run right one they won like they, one- they, they go way into him <laughs> they run right into jared and he's like, "Have you guys seen Aubrey?" And they're like, "No, we thought did she was with you." Did you not hear us you. calling her name? <laughs> you stupid. They say we thought she was with you. She split up from us to find you. And he's like, "I haven't seen her all night." So he's like, "Where did she park her car?" And one of them is like, "On this is totally me. That street, you know that street?" That's and he's the like, "Fire hydrant." He's like, "And the sign, no parking sign." He's like, "No." <laughs> so they backtrack and they find her car and it's there and Aubrey is not. So the car moved it. No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> the they're like, like what the fuck this. But they see on the dashboard of her car there is a blue rose in between her windshield wipers. Didn't Jared give her a blue? Yes. Rose? Yes, but who knows if she took it? Why would you take a rose to the gang with you and then put it in your windshield wiper? <laughs> right. Now we cut to we hear Aubrey and her eyes are kind of opening, but we also see her face, but you hear her like like because her mouth is gagged gotcha there's running water around her she's laying down she's crying and she's tied to a table and we don't really see much around her and then a man comes up to her but we can't see his face and he forces a pill into her mouth he then opens through up the gag No, he takes yeah through the, like he slips it in between and like pushes it in her mouth how could you know if she actually took it then where else is she gonna just spit it out or, like, keep it, like, in her gum or some shit. He opens up a fridge, and he picks up a... S- it's not a fridge. It's one of those freezers that you have in your garage if you are rich, and you can put extra meat in there. Oh, you put the dead deer body in it <laughs> that you run over. Dinner. He picks up a slab of dry ice, and she's, like, screaming and shaking and freaking out. We cut to the that next day. Well, yeah. Don't touch. <laughs> we cut to the next day at her home, And we hear her dad talking. He is talking to officers because they're in their house asking them questions like, when's the last time you saw her? What was she wearing? Shit like that. He's really telling them about her passions. And I'd be like, sir, we're not going to find her using a fucking vision board like (laughs) her Pinterest. (laughs) He's telling them she loves to write. She's constantly on her laptop. So she has now officially been declared missing. And while they're asking the usual questions, they finally say, is there any chance she ran away? And he was like, no, she was a happy kid. She was doing well in school. She had no reason to do that. Meanwhile, her mom Sh- is... How old is she supposed to be, like, 17? I'm guessing so, because they never say. Okay. Her mom is upstairs in a room with a female FBI agent, and the female FBI agent is like, her name is Julie, uh, so <laughs> I'll just call her Julia. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and her mom is named Susan. Okay. And her dad so- is named Daniel. I'm never gonna remember any <laughs> of that uh the chick that they found Jennifer yeah she's the second body they found no the first she's the first yeah. but there's a bunch of girls missing they just haven't found bodies or they're not dead yet or something there's a bunch of missing girls because there's more than one on the poster board but is, but, is it all girls from the high school I don't know they don't okay. explain that so Julia says can you tell me where you were when she went out last night she says I was home she's like okay Can you tell me what she was wearing? Did you detect what kind of mood was she in? And the mom's like, no, because I didn't think of it as the last time I was going to see her. It was just a regular day for us. Why would I? She's like, you know, you wouldn't think to think of those things unless something like this happens. She asked the FBI agent, do you have any kids? I don't remember what the FBI agent said. Or if we saw her, because I thought maybe she would either nod her head yes or no, but whatever. Back at the kidnapper's lair... (laughs) He has a fire going. He—I don't know why you would have a dry ice freezer next to a fire, but whatever. But wait, like he has a fireplace yeah. in this like basement garage, wherever the fuck yeah. she is. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? And he has a. I gotta keep my car warm now. <laughs> my car. <laughs> my car likes it sensual when I park it in the garage. In the garage, maybe he's taking all their limbs and he's gonna like gorilla glue them to the car, so the car just has a thousand legs and hands <laughs> as it drives away. You can high five everybody Everything. on the road. <laughs> it's disgusting. No, it's so no cars could hit you because you got like just spikes of limbs <laughs> coming out of your car. So you're telling me that he has like a fucking body in- incinerator like in his fucking garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he also he has a mortuary mm-hmm. in his garage. Well, he's taking their limbs. You can't burn... Okay, well, obviously this is an assumption, because I don't know, but, like, you can't, like, burn a full body in a fucking fireplace. In an incinerator, you could. Yeah, but, like, there's... You just cut them up and throw them in the fireplace. That... You know how much time this is gonna take? And then it smells like grilled meat. (laughs) I'm sure that's not what it smells like. You'd have to season it. Put some adobo on that bitch. (laughs) So... He has a fire going and we see hooks on the walls. I mean, I think I know what the hooks are for, but it's never explained, so don't ask. Then we see Aubrey's hand He uses the limbs as Christmas tree decorations. And he's the tree. Yeah. <laughs> There's a man running down the street with his <laughs> arms and legs. And they're pointed in a triangle. So <laughs> he spray paints them green. And at first it's fine, but then when they turn black, it's not jungle green bear, anymore. <laughs> Aubrey's hand is being crushed by this block of dry ice. Oh hell. No. Literally there's something screwed at the top to keep it pushed down on her hand. What? Okay. You know what I'm saying like yeah. and if you tighten it it'll just get Yeah, but at some point it would melt. Like, it's still ice. Somehow in this universe where fire and ice do nothing to each other, she's next to a fireplace while also having a fully formed block of dry ice on her hand. If anything, I would think if you put dry ice or if it, like, melts, I mean, you would need a lot of it, but you can die from the gases that are released from it. Well, if he only takes one block at a time, though, then... All right. I mean, we're getting too deep into this, obviously. Her hand is fucking black because it's not, has no circulation anymore. (laughs) And he's unscrewing the ice to take off her hand. She starts to wake up at this point. He lifts the block of ice and it rips off the top layer of her skin. Then he pours what looks like Dawn dish soap all over her hand. The fuck? And he picks up a large piece of, like, jagged, it looks like sea glass. But I don't know (laughs) what it is because it's pretty. But (laughs) (laughs) he, like, shoves it in her face so she can see it. And then she starts screaming and he just uses the glass and he cuts off two of her fingers. He just to spice up my stew. She's screaming even more. And then he also has something to, he has, like, a bucket at the bottom. And the table has, like, that indent where the blood will just slide down and catch in the bucket below him. But If you have necrosis in your fingers, wouldn't you not feel that if someone cut them off? Yeah, but they're still cutting off your fucking fingers. So, okay, all right, well, fine. (laughs) There's a mass search now in the town, and they have flyers being made, they have dogs being sent into fields to see if they get her scent, and then they set up the FBI base in a church... One of the agents says, hope our investigation doesn't interfere with bingo night. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't laugh like that, but in my head he does. My grampy's not going to be happy. Back to Aubrey, she's waking up and she is next to the table where all his tools are and she tries to grab a tool. That scene is not necessary because nothing happens. Now we see a woman driving down a road. It's dark. There's no lights around her. She's the only fucking car on the road. And she's crying on the phone to someone about her and her boyfriend breaking up. Their names are Steve and Vicky. And she's like, I was a part of him. He was part of me. Then all of a sudden, a coyote jumps in front of her car and like runs away. It's either a coyote or a fox. It was dark. So I don't know. I also don't know the difference between a coyote and a fox. But Coyotes are bigger. They're not orange. They're gray. Okay. What's the difference between a coyote and a dingo? I think coyotes are in the fox family and dingoes are just like wild dogs. All right. So a coyote jumps in front of her car and she, you know, veers out of the way to not hit it. But then as she's like stopped halfway on the shoulder in the road, she sees another car backing out in front of her before the lights weren't, the car's lights weren't on. Who was driving? A woman. Her name is Vicki. And okay. her boyfriend, Steve, and her broke okay. up. Steve and her. Steve and her. So, car backs away in front of her and leaves. And she notices that right in front of her, there's something in the field. It's the body of a woman. Uh-oh. So, all of a sudden, Aubrey's parents are in their home and they get a phone call. And it's the cops calling to tell them that they found their daughter alive. So, they get to the hospital and Aubrey is in surgery. And she's freaking out as if she was back on the table with the kidnapper. Mm. She wakes up in the middle of surgery and the, the, I almost said the copters, the doctors (laughs) are like, are you? All cops and doctors. (laughs) But not all doctors and cops. The the doctors are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, put her to sleep because they're like, (laughs) (laughs) they get out a power saw to use on her because her nub is so fucked up, I'm assuming. She wakes up and a nurse comes to her bedside. She's out of surgery at this point. And she's like, which... She's, still in surgery. <laughs> she's like, which hospital am I in? And the nurse goes, I don't know. Like, she what? doesn't, the nurse doesn't say, I don't know. I don't know the name of the oh. hospital, <laughs> so. Uh, um, g- can someone get their nurse? <laughs> the nurse goes to get the doctor. And as she's now alone, Aubrey realizes that something's wrong. And she lifts her cover and she sees that her fucking leg is gone. And then she raises her arm and past her elbow, her arm is gone. Both on one side? Yes, that's fucked up. I think it'd be you more fucked, fucked up it if it was the other side because you would either teeter-totter one way or the other. But both? If you're missing your left leg and your right arm, you don't think that that's worse? I feel like that's more balanced out. <laughs> okay. So we get a red filter over the screen and then cut to the cops again. Is the fucking s- stripper shit relevant? Yeah, just wait. Oh, oh. I know why she wears gloves. Why? Because she's got a prosthetic. Yeah, that's why. I didn't they don't want it to get out that aubrey has been found they're trying to understand why the killer dumped her still alive whereas jennifer tolan was dead and they found her dead body Well, I mean, someone straight up saw her getting dumped, like, the second she got dumped, so... Well, actually, he was already in the car leaving when he turned the lights on, and she was dumped already, so he was leaving her there. No, I know, but the person saw him leaving the... the... So you're saying that's why there's a chance? Yeah. That maybe she would also... If that was the answer, maybe this movie would be good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the, the serial... So there is a reason why he left her alive? <clears throat> I can't answer that. Okay, not at this fine. point. He had her for 18 days. Oh, shit. I thought it was like two. The cops are looking at her, her photos because they took photos of her in the hospital. And they ask themselves, why would he sew her fingers back on her hand if he cut her leg off and arm? And the female cop is like, don't forget that Jennifer Tolan was found drowned. Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> I know. I'm, re- I'm thinking that outside his back. And I'm like, what the fuck? So... They found her. She is missing her arm up to one elbow and her leg. Okay. okay. on Her, her other, full leg or like up to the knee? Up or... to the knee. Okay. On her right hand, mm-hmm. two of her fingers were cut off and sewed back on. The same ones are from the other hand. I don't know. That's <laughs> I was never expecting you to ask that question. <laughs> Holy shit. So Julia, the female F- F- Fibby detective. SVU. Yeah, I almost said that. <laughs> Fibby. She says, remember that we found Jennifer Toll drowned. So we don't have enough information to get a profile on this guy yet. But here's my theory. Julia thinks that amputation is the whole point of the punishment he does to the victims. But he doesn't like the dying part of it all. So he knows that he can leave their body somewhere and he won't be around for them dying. Because technically when he left them, they were still so alive. You know, that's too deep of an answer because they don't even explain that later. But like, you know what? If you throw somebody who is passed out in water, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, but then he doesn't have to see the her waking up and drowning. It's going to happen soon. Sooner than later. Okay, so next we see Aubrey's parents and they're going to her bedside at the hospital. And they're saying, oh, we missed you so much. We're so happy that you're alive. Even if she... you're not whole. <laughs> she got more holes. <laughs> so many holes. The way you. They should said... hollow out a hole in there. In there. And... <laughs> <laughs> the so way... someone can fuck her kneecap. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> um, the, way I, I... the way you said it originally, I was picturing that like he cut her arm off. Well, he cut her fingers off. I thought it was in the same arm that he cut off already. How would they know that? <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, did he also leave the arm like next to her? No. <laughs> Put it in her pocket. Her parents are like, we're so happy you're alive. We miss you. And she is looking at them petrified. So the doctor comes in and the doctor says, Aubrey's been very brave and we'll have her out of the au- ICU in no time. So, they look at her and they're like, did you hear that, Aubrey? That sounds amazing. And she looks at them and she says, who is Aubrey? What? And then she says, who are you? Talking about her parents. Okay. Her mom gets visibly upset. We see the doctor go over there. But there's, I don't know, scene it We end. don't know. So, <laughs> Fuck that. It's over. Then we see a shrink in Aubrey's room and he's sitting down and he starts recording their session. And he says, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he burps and then says no. And then leaves. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> you only got no leg. You're fictus. You're fictus. <laughs> These are my twin boys, Victor and Fictor. <laughs> Your fucked up. That's oh. extra. <laughs> he says, Aubrey Fleming and then the date. And she says, I'm not Aubrey Fleming. So he says, what should I call you? What's your name? (laughs) He says, so what should I call you? And she says, my real name. He says, okay, what is that? She says, Dakota Moss. Dakota Fanning. (laughs) Dakota says, I know I look like this Aubrey girl, but I'm not her. So the shrink says, when's your birthday? And she tells him June 29th, I don't know the year. And then you see that he has a notepad, and it's crossed down in the middle, and on one side it says Aubrey, and then on the other side it says Dakota. And Aubrey's birthday and Dakota's birthday are the exact same day, year, month. Okay. Did she create this person as, like, a way to accept what was happening to her? I, I don't know. I just started it like shit. Oh, what? Oh, you could say you can't answer. Okay, Is I will not this... answer. Okay. I plead the fifth. Oh God. <laughs> he then asks for her social security number, and she says, "I don't have one." What seventeen-year-old knows their social security number? A lot because they're applying for college, and that's how I remembered All right, mine. That, but that's when you learn. Like you can't ask a twelve-year-old. She's not twelve. <laughs> I'm saying like a child. Okay, but she's not a child. Even a 14-year-old. There's no 14-year-old in this movie who knows their social security number. That's what I'm saying. That's when you learn. Where is the point in this? But he... (laughs) What? All right, fuck you. He looks startled, and she starts to explain, when you've been raised by a crack addict who doesn't give a shit about you or anyone, you just accept it. She said, I were born in a bathtub and no one took you to the (laughs) hospital to get you checked (laughs) up your entire life. You don't get the social the day they're born. Yeah, but you're still issued paperwork, so, like, wh- why would she be a 17-year-old, or however the fuck old she is, and not have a social security number? She just said her crack-addict mother didn't give her one or tell her it. She, her crack-headed mother is not the government. <laughs> it's not like, I oh, the, I'm born, and my parents are like, okay, let's come up with some numbers She said she would make up a social security number when she needed a job. Oh, my God. And I said, because it's that easy. (laughs) I mean, not every place does background checks, so I guess. That means she don't got a bank account. She starts talking about jobs she had, and he's like, you look fairly young for having a job. And she's like, well, I grew up in the real world. The trailer park world. (laughs) Like, the fuck? Her mom died from an overdose six or seven months ago, so now we see dakota Aubrey, (laughs) walking up the The steps Daubrey, that's what i named her too last night when i said (laughs) she's gonna combine the names and it's gonna be daubry cool fine (laughs) you see daubry going up to her mother's apartment and she's narrating exactly i mean do you want it to be (laughs) a coda a (laughs) coda what so while she's walking up the stairs she's narrating what's happening And she says, my mom only came around asking for money. So when she didn't do that anymore, I assumed she was dead. She goes, She goes into the shithole apartment, and her mom is on the recliner, dead, dead. She tells the shrink that her mom was a stupid, pathetic junkie. And he says to her, well, did she leave you anything? And she's like... Yeah, her crack. Yeah, $11. And her crack pipe. She picks up an envelope, and it's addressed to her mom, and she opens it, and there's $11 in it. Was she sending money to a church? <laughs> and they're like, "If we'll send you this $11. If you, you send us send back me 20 <laughs> I just have send you, you can keep it. <laughs> I need 50 How about you send me 20 and then I'll send you back 20 And then you send me 50 and I'll send you and back And then I'll send you a, an outline of my foot <laughs> and a packet of ketchup. It's not filled with ketchup. It's filled with holy water. <laughs> So she says to the shrink, why would you need my social security number? And he says he just likes to have it for his files. So I can steal your identity. And then Daubry says, you're fuzz, aren't you? And he says, I am a licensed psychiatrist, but yes, I do work for the FBI. And Dobry says, I fucking knew it. He tells her. I fucking knew it. That anything they talk about in this room right now, the public will never know. It's not going to get leaked to any news source. Unless I'm broke. But they. <laughs> Imagine this man really <laughs> Telling her that <laughs> Cause it's a strong possibility Oh my god uh, so The public still doesn't know That she's alive right? No Or they found her or They found her No <laughs> I broke Donna Yeah He's trying to convince her to talk because they need to catch the serial killer. And her wounds happen to be identical as Jennifer Tolan's wounds. That, you same know, the arm. same body parts were missing. The yes. other chick also had two fingers cut no, off and sewn no, back on. No. He's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take those off of you. <laughs> Let me sew them back. He's like looking at her laying down. He's like. I don't like that finger. Fuck. No, he probably <laughs> right his left. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, stuff. she's upside down. <laughs> Why am I wearing 3D glasses? <laughs> her mom comes into her hospital room. Her room in the hospital. No, it's hers. He said her. It's her <laughs> hospital. <laughs> and. She has a box of shit, and not literal, but <laughs> I mean, you know what? <laughs> representation of this movie. It's stuff she brought from Dobry's room, and she's like, "I just wanted to make this feel more at home for you." So she pulls out a stuffed You're bear, some shit in a box. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Feels like home. <laughs> she pulls out a stuffed bear and like named Mister Gravel. I don't know, and starts doing like a voice and. Uh, daubry's like not having it she's like doesn't give a shit she's like let me match me rips its arm <laughs> off <laughs> daubry says listen i'm sure you're a nice woman but i don't have a home and then Susan for a like, second i forgot who daubry was <laughs> i'm like i made the name it of sounds like Dobby. Bitch. Susan asks, "You don't remember this bear or sleeping with him every night since you were like five years Smell old?" Smell it. She then says, "This is some of Aubrey's favorite music," and starts pulling out. I don't know what, because she doesn't get to pull it. And then she says, "She can't touch it." <laughs> and then, and then she says, "You know, a lot of people use music to help people get out of comas." And Dakota says, "Do I look like I'm in a fucking coma?" I'm about to put you in one. <laughs> I just come over and like (laughs) Ow, drop the dome. (laughs) So then there's just silence. She has she says, What else you got in the bag? I thought it was a box. I don't know. What's (laughs) in the bag? (laughs) Susan brings over a picture of Aubrey when she was seven years old at a beach and Dakota says, Who gave you this? I've never been to the beach. (laughs) The mom says we went to Hawaii when you were seven and Dakota says, This is the same That's a waste of money. Why? I think, like, when people take their kids to, like, Disneyland at 2. She it's took for you. her to Hawaii when she was 7. Yeah, they're not going to remember that. Yes, they will. What no. the fuck? I mean, I remember vacations I went on. See? As a... No, but I remember that I went, but I don't remember, like, the cool shit that we went that's to see. That's fine. You had fun at the time, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dakota says... This is the same photo of me, but my bathing suit was a different color, and my mom took me there for a treat or something. Apparently- Oh, this crackhead just <laughs> took her <laughs> daughter? I said, did you say this crackhead took her It took her daughter. <It took> <laughs> oh, I thought you said, this is this crackhead a crackographer? No. And I'm like, is that a job? No, because I was going to say- Did this crackhead mother ta- take her daughter as a treat to Hawaii? <laughs> Where the fuck do they live? tennessee what does this crackhead do that she ha- apparently crackheads made good money in the 1980s or 90s because she took her to fucking hawaii do we know what she did as as a crackhead yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a living as a crack- no she did nothing she was a crackhead so she robbed someone <laughs> <laughs> she brushes it off and says a lot of little girls look alike i guess doesn't matter what, bitch it's you <laughs> But then the mom sees that there's something under her butt arm. I don't know. And she pulls it out and it's photos of Jennifer's body. What? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) The shrink gave them? I'm what? Guessing so? Did I fuck up? You watched it. (laughs) No. No, it did happen this way. Sorry. All right. Yeah. They gave her, they gave her photos of, sorry, I didn't mention this before. Yeah, this girl who was just traumatized by being kidnapped and fucking tortured. They're like, you know what's a great idea? Great therapy. Show pictures of the girl that didn't live. Well, I guess you could play the mom in this movie because she is highly pissed off. She goes to Julia, the FBI agent. (laughs) What, what, what? (laughs) And she says, what the hell is this? What what do you think this is going to do for her? And the FBI agent is like... We're trying to help her. And the mom says, this is what you call help? It's more like torture. They're fighting back and forth. And the agent is like, listen, she will never be safe until we catch this person. Until he's behind bars. Because they think he's going to come back for her. So let's torture this girl more to try to make her remember? I'm sure that she is desensitized at this point. But also, I just don't get how... They, like, if you don't tell us, if you don't remember shit, like, this is gonna happen to another girl. So now Dakota's being wheeled into a different room in the hospital the next day, and she's going to have a conversation with Phil and... Oh, it's Julie, not Julia. They're the FBI agents we've been seeing this whole time. She's like, oh, are you guys my prison guards? And they just, like, laugh. The FBI agents say to her, who cut you? That's all we want to know. And she says, I don't know. And then they explain that... He will come after you if we don't find him. So it's she's her boyfriend. like, she's like, oh cool. So I'm gonna be used as bait if I don't cooperate. So they beg her for help. And the don't shrink. Don't worry, we'll attach a string to you. And if something bad happens, we'll just jerk you out of there. The shrink is there too as well. Too as well is the same thing. The shrink is there as well. And he asks her, What do you remember from the past few weeks? And Dakota says i don't know i was high on crack i don't know who did this to me but i do remember everything so she starts with talking about how she got a new job as a hostess at a gentleman's club we cut to her going to this strip club and cut back to the the beginning what do you mean the beginning you said the beginning of the movie was her on a stripper pole yeah but i don't know if that was actually happening or not because that could have been the story that aubrey was telling in class But then what we see now, is that the same? It's happening. This is really happening. Okay. We see this haggard-ass woman with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, and she says... And her crusty, dusty, dried-out titties (laughs) laughing in the wind. Dakota is standing in front of her, and the woman says, I don't care what your ID says, kiddo. If it says 21, you're fucking 21 to me. Dakota explains that this... went from a hostess position to an exotic dancer position. So in a blue light, we see her dancing on stage, but her outfit is all in red. She's moving with the energy of Britney Spears, dancing to her new hit, Give Me More, at the VMA set one year. I don't remember Oh my God, she was barely moving on stage (laughs) like this. Because she was so fucking high. On drugs. Yeah. So Dakota says that the guy who did this to her He could have been there on the first night that she was dancing or any of the other nights after that. But that's what she assumes, that he was like following her and watching her. So after a night of hard work, I don't mean to offend strippers. I know you do a hard job. This doesn't look like it was good work. So that's why I'm saying that. (laughs) It it was mediocre at best. (laughs) She's walking to the bus and there's no one around her. But she keeps looking behind her shoulder because she's freaked out. I was trying to remember what a shoulder was. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Where do I look? (laughs) She gets to the bus stop and she's the only one there. And she looks across the street and there is a man standing on the sidewalk in all black. Like, I had to turn my brightness, that bitch up all the way. (laughs) And he has blue latex gloves on. Okay. And he's staring back at her. But he also is wearing like a full balaclava. balaclava, So. I don't know what you were going to say there. (laughs) Bollywood. like. (laughs) Baklava, probably. Baklava. And then in an instance, he's standing behind the glass partition of the bus stop next to her and she gets freaked out, but then the bus comes right away. And runs him over. (laughs) (laughs) She's back talking to the agents and they ask, What does the man look like? Do you think he was the person who took you? And can you describe him? And she's like, No, all I can tell you is he was wearing gloves. That's it. She didn't see When he cut her, and he, he apparently gave her drugs to keep her awake, so she could watch him cut her limbs off. Jesus! They think he was just popping like caffeine pills into her (laughs) mouth. Like (laughs) they think that she's playing games with him, and she says that she's not lying about any of this. Okay, blue gloves, baklava. (laughs) She couldn't see. BGB. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't see his skin. No, he was covered up from head to toe. He had sunglasses on. No. She didn't look at his eyeballs. She couldn't see them. How? It was so dark, and it was, like, covering almost all of his face. And he had a baseball cap on. That's how I roll. I put a hat on a hat. (laughs) Dakota Dakota says, do you know how I feel? Fingers, legs, arms, gone, and now I'm locked up in the hospital like a fucking prisoner. My favorite toe was on the foot. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? She didn't mention my favorite toes. toe was on the foot. <laughs> Which foot? The gone foot. <laughs> I hate my life. She God. mentioned leg, fingers, <laughs> and arm, but she didn't mention her toes. Well, they're connected to the foot. She would have to mention the foot then. then and if why she didn't mention can, the foot? She can't did mention you the toes. you have to mention the fingers? Because <laughs> two of them got cut off, but sewed back on. She still has them. <laughs> I love this sentence in my notes. Quote, FBI and shrink are talking about... <laughs> End quote. <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> all right, so I don't know what the FBI and shrink are talking about because I didn't finish that sentence. Mm. I assume it has to do with Dakota. The shrink is explaining... That's a big assumption. That Yeah, okay. <laughs> PTSD could be something that she has which is why she's acting this way but it would still get a tiny measure about the person she really is and he doesn't see that there if she was pretending to be no a i get different- it. okay yeah, right, cool. there would right, still be right, some cool. more there would be more similarities in the story that she's telling i said the coops <laughs> think the that she's holding information the del- co-ops yeah the co-ops that she's holding information deliberately and the shrink says sometimes people create alter egos to reveal information that they can't say out loud. Right, like a coping mechanism. So Julie says she thinks she's holding information because she thinks no one will actually believe her. Back that's why I'm saying it's the boyfriend. <laughs> Back at the house, Daniel she's is watching ready. the news and he sees that somebody broke the story that Aubrey had been found. We see Aubrey Daubrey. I even wrote it in my fucking notes. We see Daubrey <laughs> remembering being cut and She's sleeping, though, so she's having a nightmare. She wakes up. We see her arm, and there's an invisible needle going in the butt crack of the arm, um, and it starts to bleed. I'm sorry, and what? What? There's an invisible needle? We see something puncturing her skin, but there's nothing there. Oh, so it's like a phantom dream? Sure. So she was injected with something. She wakes up screaming, and she pulls the sheet back, and there's blood pouring out of her arm, and she starts freaking out. Her dad comes in, and he tries to hold her down then we see the killer with all of those tools and the glass he's sharpening them on that fucking wheel that uh-huh, spins grinder. he has that yeah in his basement there's a huge basement or a shed or whatever with a fireplace A fireplace and a fucking refrigerator <laughs> freezer next to it y'all hot and cold and not the same next day Dakota's sitting in the mirror and she says, I am Aubrey Fleming and I like beaches and writing and I have never seen the inside of a strip club or a crack house and I've never sold my body to old men with B.O. because I am perfect. I'm sorry, where is this? The <laughs> 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 hospital. In a diary? or she's No, she's saying writing- this in the mirror. Uh, what? What? <laughs> she's trying to convince herself she's Aubrey. Then a nurse comes in and he gives her her robo hand. <laughs> The claw. And <laughs> it's the claw <laughs> He says some crazy shit that I please science people, tell me if I'm stupid or if I'm stupid stupid. Like <laughs> he says that the nerves from her stub will sense will <laughs> like charge up a sensor in the robo hand so it moves like a regular hand there are ways that they can do that how it works i have no fucking idea there's also some that uh but they have to put an implant in your brain so it reads the signals from your brain and you can actually like if you think like close the fist it'll close the fist kill me that's expensive though (laughs) Well, she's a new salem teen she doesn't have to pay for it then they put um hollow man silicone over her robo hand oh, to make it look yeah okay she gets her new leg as well and starts walking at this point is it actually her hand like do they No, there's a rubber fucking they, glove, like over a glove over it probably okay. yeah she gets her new leg and she starts walking like she's a pro at losing limbs you couldn't tell the difference the she's nurse like, says i've done this before <laughs> the nurse says you'll be back on the dance floor in no time dakota and she, That's what i want to do she thanks him for calling her by her name it's also like, I want to dance. This man is pro-sex work? <laughs> Otherwise it would sound like sarcastic or mean to me. Right. Well, that, <laughs> but not even that, because unless he's listening in on these fucking shrink meetings, how would he know? Did she? Yeah, she did How would he know that, that she's a stripper? You're yeah. right. I don't know. Then he says, don't forget. You'll th- be getting those dollar bills thrown at you in <laughs> no time. But if it is coins, it'll stick to that leg. <laughs> It's magnetized. Oh yeah, no coins aren't magnetized. The leg is. Oh, also, coin. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I know some are, but not all coins are made out of metals that are conductive. He tells her, "Don't forget to charge your limbs because the battery will run out." So she's leaving the hospital, and we see red and blue lights from the cop cars outside the hospital. They avoided the. I almost said paparazzi, the news reporters. So then Aubrey's in her room. She's- i keep calling her by both names that's fine i but i i get okay it's fine wait um they were in a police escort or something what the police cars were around probably the front of the hospital so they could make sure nobody would get in because okay. like they said they thought the killer would come back got it. but they got out probably from the back with an escort so they avoided all the press okay. that was waiting in front that was so eloquent the way i just said all yeah. of that Wow. What is happening, though? (laughs) Don't worry. In two seconds, you'll fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So then... So so then is in Aubrey's room. (laughs) (laughs) Called it. She's in Aubrey's room, and she starts looking... Dakota. Okay. (laughs) She starts looking around at everything. Aubrey likes blue, and Dakota likes red, because they both wear those colors. Wow. She thanks her parents, not parents, for holding her up for a while, and then they're... it doesn't matter but oh you know keeping her afloat they have a cat it's a naked cat sphinx yeah it's a hairless cat a hairless cat and it runs up to her and she's like ew daniel's like looks like someone else missed you too and she's like i don't like cats (laughs) i like dogs they just leave (laughs) they don't even say anything (laughs) wow they're like that is they're like fuck this Next day, Jared comes over and he is stopped by FPR. FPR. <laughs> wow. <laughs> NPR. No FPR. FBI agents that are patrolling the front of the house. He gets his ID checked. They let him in. He has a blue bouquet of roses, a bouquet of blue roses. <laughs> <laughs> and she comes downstairs in crutches, and he stares at her missing limbs. She Touch inter- it. she introduces herself to him. him hi i'm dakota and he says i'm jared sure thing she's like sorry about my parts you know that they're missing i forgot to charge my leg and she's like fucked up right and he's just stunned that she cursed her whole demeanor is just off she keeps forgetting to charge her leg i said that they're talking on the couch and he admits that he starts crying and he's like i didn't protect you and that's why this happened and she says oh you're the boyfriend and she says well i'm not aubrey he kisses her i got that he kisses her and she bites his lip and he says ow and she says aubrey wouldn't do that would she then they start like making out and her mom walks in (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh oh she want to (laughs) fuck that one didn't fuck but this one A white slave trade and there's a man and he's like that one don't fuck this one do though if you want to get this one i'll, I'll do throw them i'll throw them both two for the price of one i mean basically is <laughs> look at that one she did <laughs> and the other one she over there <laughs> she in the corner she over she likes corners. <laughs> has two lindsay low hands <laughs> but it's just like the camera does a 360 so it just loops around the room and stops at the same person so her mom walks in and dakota's like we're gonna go upstairs every time you say dakota i'm just thinking of dakota fanning <laughs> <laughs> they go upstairs and she she picks up a condom and I wrote. She has that? It, I wrote, so she's like, we got one, so dog, you better make it last. <laughs> she <laughs> says the, that. <laughs> yeah, she's referred to as dog. What the fuck? So yeah. dog, you better make it last. She says. This, this, this that one <laughs> really. That one. That one didn't fuck, but you know, she was prepared to fuck, but she never got to that point. But this one do not always down to book. That's not what they said. She, they, you know she, what? I would not be surprised if this white, but also complete opposite version of Lindsay Lohan being herself, <laughs> is like to this white man, dog. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell you said before oh, that. But I, yeah, I got the dog part. <laughs> Listen, that's not what she says. She picks up okay. a condom. And she's like, looks like we only have one of these, so you better make it last. She went through her whole room and found one condom. They start banging, and you cut to the mom in the kitchen underneath, and she can hear everything, and then she starts panic-cleaning, because she doesn't want to hear this. I thought she was going to be like, good girl. (laughs) When they're done, they lay down, and she starts casually smoking a cigarette in her room. Okay. Where did she go? (laughs) She got a pack of cigarettes (laughs) one condom. (laughs) She's like, Mom, I need to stop at the Seven Eleven before we go home. (laughs) Who gets one condom at the Seven Eleven? Saving money. (laughs) You you know you gotta go to Costco to get your condoms. Get your mega box of fifty. My condoms are (laughs) Kirkland. that hard of the fact that i said kirkland like that or the fact that i put my arm out like a dick <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like curved or something but no kirkland and then now i'm just thinking does uh, target what is it up and up is their company they have up and up <laughs> <laughs> branded condoms so jared's like aubrey why are you doing this and she says did aubrey ever fuck you like that did she ever fuck you at all do you think she say. would start now He's like, "I will call you Dakota if you really want. But if you're not her, how did you get all cut up like this?" Then she starts to go shower. She doesn't start to go. She gets in the shower. And she showers. Does she doesn't have a answer chair that. In the shower? No. And she So she waddles her ass. Hops, hops. She flinches as one of her fingers she it hurts and she looks at it. It starts to turn black and decay. We cut to a flashback of her stripping. She's taking pills and drinking, the best party favors, and she's dancing like... That's how you're supposed to do it, <laughs> Yeah. She's dancing like a zombie on stage, a fish zombie. Back in her dressing room, she starts to take her glove off, and her finger is hurting, and she's like going, ow, as she's pulling it more, because she wears these gloves every night, I guess. They must smell like booty hole. <laughs> she takes the glove off, and it completely falls off. She wraps her hand in a bunch of tissue like a beehive, and then she just faints. I thought it said farts. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) double take. (laughs) (laughs) then she pulls out her mittens and goes back on stage. The woman who hired her and another dancer wake her up, and the dancer says, I found that heroin hoe just like that and the boss wants to know what happened to her hand and Dakota like gets up all of a sudden and she's like I'll be okay. I realize in this moment <laughs> it happens sometimes that the other dancer is Kenya fucking more from the real housewives of Atlanta. Was she a stripper? No, she wanted to be an actress. <laughs> she's playing a stripper. She isn't is a stri- she <laughs> that is It doesn't is. mean she was a stripper. <laughs> she isn't is. Anyway, the house woman is like, how do you, what happened to your hand? And Dakota's so, like, the house mom. What? Can I have some of the house mom? The, you said housewoman. I said, do you mean house mom? Yeah, sure. Oh, well, that's what they're called. Okay. Dakota says she cut her hand on some glass and the woman's like, you gonna go to the hospital? And she's like, no, it's hospitals. Fine. Super glue. Hospitals are for rich people. And she's like, I'll just go home. So she's on the bus smoking a cigarette. I really think this movie takes place in Philly, if that's what we're doing. <laughs> because there's no way in fucking hell, in uh, Mass or New York, plus. you could smoke a cigarette on the bus in 2007. I've seen someone smoke <laughs> a cigarette on the subway. I've seen someone smoke crack on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your leg? <clears throat> My, My lovely. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Where is your hand? I wanna know. Oh. oh. Where did it go? <laughs> oh, are you a hoe? Oh, <laughs> all right. So she's on the bus smoking, and somebody sitting across from her says, You have to hold her blood rag higher. He says, Higher than your heart if you want to keep it. She asks the stranger, Aren't you going to ask what happened? And he says, People get cut. That's life. And she then says, This to Jared. That's life. <laughs> You'd lose your finger one day and <laughs> end up in the hospital without any leg. She's telling all this to Jared. She says her finger got cut off, but no one did it. And who would believe that if she told them that? Jared says, I do. And she says, that's because I just fucked you. Fair. <laughs> her foot starts to hurt, but it's... And then her toe falls off. <laughs> the one that's missing. Oh. And she explains phantom called? limb yeah, pain. yep. Phantom limb syndrome. She tells Jared... That she needs his help. So next we see him running out of the house, getting into his car and starting it, but it won't start. So he runs out to the agents and he's like, do any of you guys have a condom? And they laugh and say no. He's distracting them while she gets in the trunk of her car. Oh, oh that's, that's a good way. There. They, Yeah. So they stop him and he says, just let me through, please. Because he ran back into the house to get her car because, you know, he made it seem like his car wasn't starting. So they're like, okay. And they don't know that he has Dakota. He ends up dropping her off somewhere. And she's like, you better get out of here Did before she they get suspicious. Her limbs at this yes, point. Yes. Okay. Because I am straight up imagining her with one leg, one arm, trying to get around. No, but they are making out in the street before he okay, leaves. He's just, wow. He's just like, I will, I will take advantage of this situation. She is at Jennifer Tolan's house. The psychiatrist? No, the no, first the girl first, who died. Okay. The parents are really uneasy. They're just like staring at photos on the wall. The mom brings over some tea and she accidentally spills it and she immediately snaps and she's like, why did you have to come here, Aubrey? You still have your life and you won't help the police. And then she like starts crying and she runs out of the room. So the dad says that he knows she didn't go there with the intention to upset them. And she says, can I just see her room? So we go to Jennifer's room. There's a bunch of creepy dolls and other teenage girls shit. And then she sees like on her mantle, she has a bunch of trophies. So she goes to grab one to read it. But somebody grabs her hand and we see that it's her parents. They're walking out of their house, like all three of them. And they're fucking running, basically. She starts telling them she knows the guy is pissed that she escaped and he's still out there and her dad is like aubrey please just shut the fuck up (laughs) and (laughs) pushes her in the car wow back at uh fibba fibba base Uh, fibba base uh, i thought you were talking about a place (laughs) back at the agency where in the church um the agents find a short story on aubrey's hard drive and it's called dakota And it's about a woman that has twin daughters and leaves one behind but takes the other with her. The agents think that Aubrey is making all of this up using the identity of a character from a story that she wrote. Because they said, we tested Aubrey's DNA that they had on file with Dakota's DNA. Dakota's DNA. And it came back identical. Okay, okay. All right. Now I'm trying to figure out what direction this fucking movie is (laughs) going in. So. We cut to Dakota having a dream, and she is with the guy from the bus who told her, hold it higher than your heart, and that's Mm -hmm. what we hear him saying. He takes off his shirt, and there's a tattoo on his chest with a heart with wings on it, and he says, love and hate, they have two halves, and sometimes people get cut in half, and she wakes up screaming. So poetic. So she starts smoking a cigarette, and she decides to go through Aubrey's laptop, but it is password-protected. And without a beat, she puts in the first thing she can think of, which is her own name, Dakota, and it is the fucking password. And where do you think she goes to first? Which which search engine website in 2007 Traps. would you go to? She goes to ask.com <laughs> and starts to look. They must have been on their last leg of business and they're like, yeah, you can use us in your movie. Go daddies. That's search engine? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I'm on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> she starts looking up unexplained bleeding wounds and she starts to find articles on stigmata and then she sees a video she what? clicks on it it's this like viral not viral internet web series and it's hosted by art bell i think he is a writer or he did like science fiction stuff in okay. like pop culture it's this episode is all about stigmatic twins and how when one twin gets hurt without the other one being near them the other one can feel that same pain yeah but not physically have limbs fall off her mom comes in all of a sudden and she's like i saw the light on that's why i came up dakota is smoking a cigarette and her mom takes it from her she's like this is a non-smoking house and then starts smoking it puts it out <laughs> okay <laughs> let me get of that the mom says this is all just a bad dream and one day you'll wake up and realize the truth susan that's her name then shows her a video of Aubrey when she was in her stomach, the ultrasound video. Okay. <laughs> what are you? For? <laughs> what? Like an image of her in her stomach. <laughs> hey, <That's-> y'all. <laughs> Welcome to my vlog, <laughs> a womb <wound> vlog. <laughs> and <laughs> on today's episode, we're gonna do the same thing I did yesterday. Chill. I'm gonna kick my mama in the bladder. <laughs> Watch. What's going to come out of my body today? Ooh, it's brown. <laughs> <laughs> so I w- when you said that, I was not thinking. What did I say? Ultrasound photo. Oh, video. <laughs> video. You can get video, yeah. Okay. So that's what she's showing her. She's showing her video from her ultrasound when Aubrey was in utero, and she's like, there's only one baby in there. I ate it. The mom explains the story of her pregnancy. <laughs> that's not true. I've heard of stories where someone was thought they were pregnant with twins, but were actually pregnant with triplets and the other baby was so small they couldn't see it they she there's one baby on the screen so the mom explains how when she was pregnant with aubrey she fell and and i split you in half the doctor was like for her last week's of pregnancy she had to be on bed rest and it was like six weeks and sometimes she would go still in her stomach and her mom would grab her stomach and say you kick girl you kick the hell out of me and she would kick her again when aubrey was born they took her from her mom for two days because it was touch and go and then at some point she recovered and they gave her aubrey and she was like when i held you for the first time i knew you were going to be a kicker it's this whole motivational story about how you don't give up you know everything will be fine you'll wake up everything will be fine (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) their dad is standing behind them listening to all this in the hallway so later that night aubrey grabs a stool to get on top of her dresser because there's a bunch of trophies and she wants to read them and she hears someone whisper Dakota and then we see Dakota looks behind her and in the mirror we see Aubrey. She falls what? and it's like a big bull. And then you, she sees in the mirror a man grabbing Aubrey through the woods and then she sees the blue roses starting to fall from her bouquet on the desk into the mirror and then they're fucking floating down a river downstream. What in God's name? (laughs) Daniel's downstairs drinking, and she comes down to confront him, and she says, I know what you did. She said, Susan's baby died, and so you swapped her out for Aubrey from that crackhead down the hall because she had one to spare. (laughs) Stephanie was like, oh. He keeps saying. What? He Wait, so the mom is saying this or no the dad figures out what no, the mom Deco- did no the dad did this dakota's confronting him how the fuck did she f- figure that out yeah because she knows her she she knows from the story susan told her that she fell and for the last six weeks oh. she had to be on bed rest okay and then so the baby she would somehow go some t- yeah. that the baby died yeah and that he took a different baby He keeps saying you're Aubrey, you're Aubrey, and she's like, stop it. I'm her twin. She knows that the money her mom got was from Daniel. So remember I told you when she found her No, no. (laughs) When her mom died, she had an envelope in her hand that had eleven dollars for it. he he kept sending the money. I don't know why. Eleven (laughs) dollars? Are you fucking kidding me? Because that's the amount you would send her, I don't know, weekly? So $11? <laughs> what am I getting for $11? Fucking Tostitos and a jar of salsa? Uh, weekly. I just said 44 or an even 50 every month. 11 (laughs) dollars and i'm imagining this to be like seven singles (laughs) and a five dollar (laughs) bill that's 12 (laughs) (laughs) fuck me six singles maybe he sent her more but that was what was left in the envelope that's what i assume and she was just (laughs) dipping into it (laughs) That opens so many possibilities for what the actual amount could be. The envelope was not sealed. I don't know. Because if it was... (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So, she knows that the money her mom got was from Daniel. He says, I'm tired of this shit. And she says, so, would you let both of us die just to keep your secret? Dakota says, Aubrey lost this finger first pointing to one of them and so did i so we see her doing then the night that she was stripping so and on. she took the oh my God. so i'm supposed to believe that someone figured out that they were twins because her mom is dead <laughs> yeah but her mom died when she was 17. right But I'm saying, I'm supposed to believe that somehow someone figured out that there was another twin, found where the other twin was, kidnapped both of them at the same time. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about the girl. Oh, I see. I I don't (laughs) know. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So Dakota says, Aubrey lost this finger first, and so did I. So we cut back to the night that her finger just fell the fuck off. We see her doing makeshift surgery in her apartment while drinking. She's sewing the finger back on and using duct tape to cover it. What? What? what, what? She's, why is she prefer, performing? <laughs> performing because her sir. finger fell off this was the night her finger fell off so she's putting it back on herself the next day she wakes up and she pulls back the covers to find that her leg is just massively bleeding all over the place she's covered in blood she says she always Girl, felt how like you sleep <laughs> she says she always felt like half a person with half a soul all she had to go on was a gut feeling and a new salem postmark Because, obviously, he was sending money from the town they live in. Is this the sequel to Double Trouble? The Parent Trap? The Parent Trap. Double Trouble. (laughs) Is it? Because, like, what
1: the fuck? The true story.
0: We see, after she sews her finger back on, she wanders to the field, and that's the field that the woman finds her in. She says, everything that happens to Aubrey happens to me, and he still has her. Daniel says he can't help her because he can't risk losing Susan. She says, you're so pathetic, Daniel. Go fuck yourself. Aubrey walks off in the middle of the night. I'm so confused. (laughs) She gets to a graveyard, and at the same time that she's walking, we see the killer locking Aubrey in a blue glass coffin with blue roses all over it. Is this snow white now? (laughs) (laughs) Then as as Dakota is power walking to the graveyard, um, her leg is dying, and... Whatever. she it ends up with the sounds. <laughs> is like <laughs> beep. It beeps, beep, 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 yeah. Beep. Meanwhile, the killer's di- digging this grave. Dakota is at Aubrey's grave. It says Aubrey Fleming and her year of birth and death. And then uh, lightning strikes and it turns into Jennifer Tollins. Who the fuck that? The first girl who died. That's who the fuck that. <laughs> that who the fuck that. That's who the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> she picks up a ribbon off of Jennifer's grave. It's blue. Yeah, it's blue, and it says some shit on the back. I couldn't read it, but on the back of the ribbon is the piano teacher's name, Douglas No Squerto. No What's his name? No What's his name? No I don't fucking know. All right, hold on. We're gonna find out soon. But we hear it say Aubrey. uh, We hear Aubrey say ribbons are for winners, and then yeah, what? What? Oh, do, sorry, sorry. Does that right. have to do with the football game? <laughs> no. Daniel runs up behind her and she says, I know who killed me. So they just look at and, each other and he says, get in the car. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if we ever remake our intro, that has to be one of them. What? I don't know. <laughs> Say it wrong. Daniel, he, he says you're alive, Dakota, but then get in a car. <laughs> the conviction that you said that with (laughs) holy fuck i he runs up on her at the graveyard and she turns around and she says i know who killed me you (laughs) and he calls her dakota so then he tells her get in the car she hears aubrey saying dakota there's not enough air in here and then she starts like heaving and losing breath daniel stops the car Uh, it's just am i supposed to okay hold on i'm sorry Is she somehow closer to her now that she is at the graveyard? That her her body is. Doctor Phil, listen. (laughs) I know a lot about this bullshit, (laughs) and it looks like one twin feels the pain, and the other twin feels the same pain, and they are two skanky cocores. Now the fun (laughs) thing about this situation is the fact that when I cut, I mean. When someone cut off the leg on this one, that one, it just fell right off. Open the door, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Get in the coffin. <laughs> Daniel stops the car and he says, I should have believed you from the start. And we see that they're outside someone's home. It's the piano teacher's home. She has flash. Is it a nice house? I don't know. I don't know. She has flashbacks of her and Aubrey at the beach from the photos of them when they were kids, but they aren't together on the same beach, but they both hurt themselves and they both screaming in pain. So it's almost like it's proving to you that even when they were little and they were apart, they both felt the same pain if one of them hurt themselves. Then, Can you imagine one day you're just walking down the street and you just self-combust? And you find out that <laughs> you combust <laughs> Your twin was in a house fire. Then we see Aubrey being hit with a shovel and Dakota feels it all of a sudden. Daniel goes to break into the house. I'm just imagining her walking and all of a sudden she's like, oh! In the air? <laughs> yeah. Daniel breaks into the house and Dakota eventually follows behind him because he's been taking too long. The front door has stained glass and there's blue stained glass roses on it. She finds a shed in the back of the house and she drops like a pot and not like a cooking pot, like you know, a grab um, a, gra- a flower pot. Drops like a pot. Drop it like a pot. Drop it like a pot. When the chefs come and get at you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Norquist. Is that what I said when I made fun of his name? Northquist? North, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she finds a shed and she drops some shit, which makes like a huge noise. Like this man just has like layers of cans and they're just waiting to be tumbled down. <laughs> so somebody starts looking out the window. He's building a castle with cans. <laughs> <in a shed>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Can Castle, where can't isn't possible. <laughs> anything can be done (laughs) he looks out the window and he sees a possum sitting in a a jug and so he ignores (laughs) it (laughs) is it like in water or something? no it's just an open jug it's just hanging out Yeah, it's like biting it's foot I don't know (laughs) I'm hungry (laughs) (laughs) she finally walks into the shed and she finds broken like shard Is it like the glass that he was cutting her with? Yes. That's exactly what it is. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm here to help when I can. She goes into the shed and she finds the broken shard of glass that he uses to cut the girls with. And then all of a sudden he like puts his hand through the fucking wall. It's open already. Like he doesn't Jason style punch it, but he grabs her and she picks up the shard of glass and she starts cutting at him and she is screaming and you made a mistake (laughs) She yells, fuck you, and she cuts his fucking hand off. Ooh. This shed is huge, and hanging from the ceiling are a bunch of prosthetic legs. Is this ever explained? No. We hear him Again. Cr- crash through it's glass. It's Christmas. And he's screaming, but we don't know where he is, or Daniel for that matter. And she finds his lair, so the, the fireplace is burning, and there's a bucket of blood, and something's being drained, but we don't see what it is because there's a cover over it. Who's Daniel? the dad (laughs) she untakes she takes the cover off and it's daniel he looks at her and he says aubrey and then she says i'm sorry and just covers him again and she's like don't do this to me you gotta stay here and he says i'm sorry and then he just fucking dies but behind her is the guy and she's like slowly turning around hoping it's not him but it is him he hits her because she tries to stab him but then he's just like hitting her in the face and she just goes down she kos so he now is upstairs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's trying to play the piano with one stub and it sounds like shit like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Dakota is tied up somewhere in the shed uh, he has his cut off hand in a bowl of ice and he grabs it and then he just starts crying and he throws the ice on the floor and Meanwhile, then he slips and he dies <laughs> No, she's trying to get out of her like rope contraption and he comes downstairs rope contraption <laughs> He kisses a fake leg and he asks, why did you come back? You should be dead by now. He says, I fucking buried you. So how did you get away? Then he says, I have to do the whole fucking thing over again. And that's when she swings her leg and like trips him and he falls and she crawls under a table and picks up a piece of glass and he comes over on the other side and she stabs him in the stomach and then she gets up and she stabs him in the neck. The whole time Double we hear, Good we had this crazy piano score in the background, so he dies. Her leg is like on 10%, but whatever. She's walking in the woods with a shovel. She starts digging in a spot that she came upon, that she saw in her mind, I guess, and successfully finds the glass coffin. She uses her robo-fist to punish through <laughs> it, <laughs> and Aubrey is wrapped in cloth. She takes it off. They just stare at each other. And then I guess Aubrey crawled out of the grave and they're just laying on the ground huddled together and they start to cry. The end. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for trivia? Yeah. Before filming, Lohan took pole dancing lessons to prepare for her role as a stripper, stating, I've been in pole dancing lessons. Why did I copy that? <laughs> Why? Did- <laughs> The fact that you picked that for some fucking reason. The sentence starts off with, she took classes, and then they quote her saying that she took classes? I can't. What is wrong with my sober brain? What is wrong with my fucked up brain? What the fuck? Jesus Christ like I didn't skip a beat to- because of all the media attention Lohan was receiving she could not even walk to her trailer without the paparazzi photographing her sometimes they would even end up in the background of some shots in the film <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's legal issues they're like fuck it we're on a budget we're not gonna reshoot that <laughs> but you get no pay because you're annoying us <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's legal issues became a problem during filming. Some days she showed up late, some days she didn't show up at all. While filming the climax and reshoots, Chris Siverston used a body double and digitally (laughs) replaced her face with Lohan's for the days she wasn't on set. Wow. The only film that received an F cinema score from audiences upon its release in 2007. That's not possible. (laughs) Also, this was deemed the worst movie ever made but now because it's release on like dvd it has a cult classic following and people are like it's great so this like Showgirls. this wasn't a trivia fact this it was burned in my memory from childhood when i went to go see this movie with my sister and it was in the news that she was doing this because obviously like i like i told stephanie earlier Paparazzi. she wanted to no I, yeah oh, she from, wanted to stop being seen as like a disney kid and this was her yeah. breakout into anyway. it her emails between friends oh, were but leaked. Also, the incessant paparazzi. The fucking. Batman. Her emails were leaked between her and her friends, where she explicitly said, "They're whores. They're whores. They're all whores." Talking about the strippers who were giving her lessons. Wow. In excerpts printed by the newspaper, Lohan said, "So, three hours of pole dancing and bruised everywhere. I mean, we're talking like upper and inner thigh action bruised, like a walking black and blue mark." I mean, really though, really, I didn't know it was actually possible to have bruises in such areas of the body. Stripper's, dude. I tell you, I really respect those cunts. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> she called them cunts. <laughs> I fucked up. It's. I tell you, I really respect those cunts now. I'm not gonna lie to you because prior she called them whores. But yeah, that. that <laughs> I remember her quoting and saying that, or her saying that. Oh, wow. So that was the movie. Did you like it? It was something. If you like something, come back next time for more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm sure this was fucking stupid. No, but it was great. Funny. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. That's what I mean, like a good stupid. Yeah. But we'll see you on the next one. Where Have... We'll be stupid. Same. Yeah. Every time. Have, Have a day. Have a safe day. <laughs>